You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. In this episode of Carly's Couch, we talk about having expectations of people who are in the spotlight. Hello, hello, hello. Happy whatever day it is, but we're assuming Monday because you're hanging out with us on the couch. Welcome to Carly's Couch. We have an episode today where we're going to talk about um, what we expect of other people and famous people kind of in particular. Um, I think that's something that I've seen banter about here and there. Um, So we'll think about that, especially during these crazy times when it's so much going on around the world. Um, I really would encourage you to at least kind of keep up. I know it could be kind of depressing, like Mm -hmm. to see all the media and news when there's literally wars going on in other parts of the world. But, um, it's definitely still good. I think, I think it kind of reminds me to, to have gratitude. And also it reminds me to, um, you know, just to take advantage of the days because, you know, thankfully we don't directly have to deal with that but in a sense it all comes back to us as well so yeah it's also very necessary Mm -hmm. i'm so excited to talk about that in this episode but first our question from the couch so this week's question is (laughs) what's the worst lunch your parents ever sent you to school with and i'm going to start because (laughs) this came from a very personal place carla was wilding okay she sent me because um i went to a a christian school for like the first like elementary school and so Mm -hmm. they didn't have lunch and also, we didn't have bread for lunch, so she used to pack lunch. You have to take your lunch. You have to. Okay. And so, um, you know, I guess one time funds got tight, as they do so so yeah. often when you have kids. <laughs> and she didn't want to send me to school with a dry sandwich. So this heifer, and I love her to death, but Lord, put ketchup on white bread mm-hmm. with bologna. And I just threw away my entire lunch. So that's the first thing. <laughs> I was like, I can't eat this. Um, it might be my villain origin story, to be completely yeah, honest. Yeah. But then the second complaint that I have, like, shout out to parents. Y'all doing the best that y'all can. And still, is putting bananas in lunch pails. Yeah, because then everything tastes everything. like a banana. Yo, you're laced, banana lays. Like, you're whatever, <laughs> banana something. And it's like, bro, how you this? <laughs> like, you were trying to give me fruit, and I feel you. But you mad disrespectful because now everything yeah. tastes like bananas. Because then even when you put the whole banana in, like, a lunchbox, it just, like, kind of sweats or whatever. It and like seeps into Yeah, everything, everything does turn bananas. <laughs> it is funny. Um, and it's crazy because as an adult, you're like, that's not that crazy. But also, as a kid, too, you're just like... Yuck, because um, mine is similar. I would say instead of the bologna, it was the hot dog, but in regular bread. So, like, it'd be, like, half a hot dog cut in the regular bread, and then they would put the ketchup and mustard and stuff on it. So, like, by the time you look at that hours later, it's just, like, you can see through the bread. Yeah, it's just, like, it's like be embarrassed even to take it out your lunchbox for real. And, again, it feels crazy now because it's, like, dang, now, you know, sometimes that might hit, but... I don't know. As a kid, it's like, let me just close this and not eat today. Or let me go get some <laughs> chips or whatever it is. Like Surviving off air. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we got some other um, interesting responses. One of them says, a can of Vienna sausages, Doritos, and a juice. Mm, poor Eddie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he wrote that on mine, too. Um, my friend Adam said, bologna with the red ring on it. Yo, they used to hit Ugh. though back in the, when I was little. But no, not with the ring on it. Still, like no. they just send you that. Well, I like to, and this is disgusting. But when I was little, I used because we used to eat bologna fry, bologna fry, regular, whatever. I used to like 
to like get the mm-hmm. meat off of the red piece in mm-hmm. my mouth, which is crazy. I did that too. Um, <laughs> they also said a spam sandwich <laughs> and a ham and cheese with one slice of each. Uh, so basically, all of that right there, anything on bread that's like kind of a meat, it always gonna get like real weird and mushy and soggy. Mm-hmm. Um, continuing the saga of sandwiches, liverwurst sandwich. Mm. I don't even know what that is. I don't either. With good crackling potato chips. And then this one, I was dying laughing. Boiled eggs <laughs> and yams. My mom used oh to say gosh. for energy and memory. Yeah, that's and Can you imagine <laughs> being a kid in a cafeteria pulling yeah. out boiled eggs and yams? Meanwhile, I know you got yeah, roasted. Might hit now, but I know you got roasted, my man. I know. Also, my man's here got roasted. He said he got roasted so bad, he had to start a fight. Talking about sardines and crackers. Oh, man. Oh. And then we also have um, um, cold oatmeal and a Snickers bar. Mm. And last but not least, he said a prayer because his mom woke up and decided the whole family was fasting that day. Oh, my God. Dang. <laughs> Allah, I hope. Shoot. Oh, man. Yeah, that's tough. Not they made the decision for you. Sometimes it'd be like that. You got to say what you got to say just to make sure. <laughs> like, you know, because kids also say anything. So at school, you might have been like, my mom said we can't have no lunch or we don't have any lunch. But if we fast in the day, then we fast. So sorry about that. Um, hopefully we can all remember these things so we also don't embarrass. Slash, even if you got to make ends meet, it's like just throw the processed chips in there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some, some regular stuff. It might be some BS, but or I think do it might be better. Or do a dry sandwich and then let them like put little What's condiment packets. Sandwich? Like I'm saying, because it's oh, better. And just put the condiments. Let them put it on like, themselves. I know y'all got ketchup packets somewhere. I know you got a little mayonnaise mm. packet from a sandwich place. Like just put the packet yeah. in the thing. That would have made it so much better. Low key, <laughs> if, I, if key. the hot dog was in a bag and then I had like a real bun and then the condiments, I think that's still wild to pull out a hot dog at lunch. But... That would have at least, I don't know, made they, a little more But sense. maybe even if they separated the hot dog and the bread, even if it is just the white bread, which nah, is still I disrespectful. Been, yeah, I would have been disrespected. But, <laughs> but you know, so you, hopefully we're not perpetuating these generational curses onto our, you know, next generation. But also shout out to parents for trying. We appreciate y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also funny stories. Um, and it's just so funny because I feel like anybody I talked to about it was like, yeah, bro, mom definitely Everybody big disrespect to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I feel like most of the parents now, like, do be making cool lunches, so hopefully. The one thing I will say my mom did with lunches, even the disrespectful ones, was she used to put little notes in there, Mm -hmm. which I thought was, like, the coolest thing. Like, she would draw something or say something, Uh and I would always, like, look forward to those. So, you know, if you are making lunches, disrespectful or not, you know, maybe (laughs) you could go on and add, like, a little note or something. And maybe you could even do something cute like that for your partner if you're doing their lunches and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, I've seen people do that, and I think it's real cute up to – like they get to a certain age, you know, when they're not really trying and they're to not effing with you. Trying to see none of that and they and they beg, but um those are always things that we'll always remember. So um all of those little things are cute and they last even if there's like a period of time where you're not really dealing with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we appreciate y'all for answering the questions from the couch always. Um and hopping into our topic. Lexi, do you think that our expectations are too high for mm-hmm. celebrities and people in the spotlight? I think that our expectations to our expectations of them being informed or making like a statement or or contributing to everything, I think is high. I think it's higher for people in the spotlight than, um, you know, any given person. And I'm in my head, I'm thinking like if you were to hop online, for example, I think that you would have a higher expectation of what a celebrity says versus 
like maybe just like a Twitter friend somewhere. What do you think? You think, do you think that, it's too high? You think the general population expects more from a celebrity than just like a regular Twitter friend? I th- mm, uh, tell me if this is different. I think they get judged more. Oh, is that different? That means if you're judging yeah. them more, that means you yeah. have a higher expectation. I guess so. Kinda. Yeah, I, I could see that. Um, I was and about yet, to say for some reason I feel like that that sounds more accurate to say they get judged more for it as opposed to like if somebody says something. Yeah, then then the expectations like the the following mm-hmm. thing versus like a precursor. But I would say in general, I think that the general public has way too high of expectations of people in the spotlight. And I say that because if you look at any athlete. If you look at mm-hmm. rappers and singers, like I saw an old school video of Destiny's Child back in the day. And they were mm-hmm. like, you know, do y'all think y'all are good role models for young women and all this? And, you know, because um, they came out with Bootylicious or whatever. And they were like saying, do you think that's good for young girls? And they were mm-hmm. like, look, we don't have kids. Like, <laughs> we going to do what we do. And I need y'all to raise, like, basically mm-hmm. gently, I need y'all to raise y'all's own yeah, kids. Yeah. And so I think that there is a lot of pressure and expectation and judgment put on celebrities mm-hmm. because they're in the spotlight. And then I think mm-hmm. that because they have platforms that people think like all of a sudden that they should be educated and they should be, you know, a lady and they need to be this and be that way and mm-hmm. all that. You have to be a role model. Mm-hmm. So I like your example because really I was mostly thinking about um, when people are like talking about um, an issue or, you know, if you expect them to say something or how they say something online. Um, but with you, you're speaking directly to the art, which is an even bigger thing because, um you know, we have we do have higher expectations of people because we know that so many people are looking up to them. And that's something we can't deny between like the barbs and, you know, all these people who are they're very serious about uh, paying attention to these people and doing what they do. Um, <coughs> excuse Bless me. You. <laughs> I'm sorry. I felt it building up, um, you know, and they and they watch every single thing that the person does and really do look up to people mm-hmm. um, is that the notable person's fault per se um or or is that something that they is their responsibility just because people choose to do that um not necessarily but I feel like there has to be a line at some point in the case of Destiny's Child for example it's like they were like 16 you know 17 whatever during that time and so it's also like okay well they are also kids in their own space um they're growing up they're adults and in general people are humans and you know they do what they do so um I think it's interesting, and yeah, I I do think there probably is kind of a line somewhere. Yeah, and I think for me, um, one, going back to something that you said earlier, I think that, like, in general, there's probably more expectations on them because they have the platforms that they do and the reach Mm -hmm. that they do. But I do think there could be something said to, like, we probably should hold other people in our lives to higher standards. Um, And I only say Mm -hmm. that because I saw a thing, and it was like, you know, one of my homies who has a daughter but, you know, is not with a mom, he was like, I don't support deadbeat friends. He's like, if Mm -hmm. I have kids, friends who have kids, and they don't support them, we're not friends. Mm -hmm. because And and I'm like, yes, I, I think that that is a good standard to hold across. And then tying that into the line is if a celebrity or a person in the spotlight, for example, like ties themselves to children. So for example, if a football player has a camp for young kids, then yes, I think there is a Mm. certain line of something that he should uphold because now you're tying yourself to them. Okay. So if, so what you're saying is don't put people on pedestals, but if you are saying I'm this guy. Yeah, then be um, that guy. Yeah, there, shoot, I can't think of who it is right this second, but I remember there was somebody who, like, people were extra mad at them because they did something or said something, 
But also they had kind of put themselves out there like, okay, I'm very pro-black and I care about the issues, but then did something that was off as opposed to they were like, oh, why I didn't say nothing about this person, that person, whoever. And it's because, well, they didn't act like they were this, you know, person. Um, so I think that's a really good point, Carly, that um, don't put people in pedestals they didn't ask to be on. Mm-hmm. And I think we do that a lot, a mm-hmm. lot, a lot. Um, and yet if you are going to say, hey, this is something – that I care about or stand for, um, then you do have to pay attention to how you're portraying yourself, I guess. That does still seem a little steep, though, to have, like, a kid's camp, and now it's like, okay, I got to be a perfect person. But well, but to a degree, you're right. Like, you're saying, like, I want to see the kids be raised in a certain way or I want to provide opportunity or whatever because I know you guys are looking at me, and because of, you know, coming to this camp or doing whatever, you know, you're paying attention to me, so... Yeah, and it's not that they have to be a perfect person because I think that it's great to show that people are not perfect in general. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, if somebody got arrested for some stuff back in the day, whatever, now wants to have a camp to prevent people from doing that, that's great. But then you can't then get arrested for running an underground ring of the same thing you were trying to keep people from doing. I feel like politicians do that a lot um, when they're really, like, mm-hmm. into something and then they fight out against it because they're repressing themselves. And all of that to say is just, like, I think people should be held to a basic standard of like being a, a decent person in general. Yeah. Like I, I, and I, that's just me personally, but then like to put like, for example, if you're going to run a young ladies program on chastity, you're probably not going to ask sexy red to be your spokeswoman. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's like thinking about like what's in alignment with, with what you're doing. I also think though that parents, um, some of them, it seems, get so mad at, like, celebrities being regular people and having relationships or talking about sex or cussing or whatever. But, like, they're people, too, and it's not fair for you to, just because you have kids who might see them, to think that everybody should act a certain way for your kids. Mm-hmm. That's true, but also I could understand the frustration of, like, you can't hide your kids from that kind of media as well, right? If it seems like when you turn the TV on, if it's always in the middle of a sex scene or if you turn on the radio and, like, now they don't even – they're so lazy, they don't even make radio cuts. Like, remember it used to be, like, pull yeah, over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you see yep. elephant noises and dogs and roof, roof. And, like, and now it just be, like, then I went to the – and it's, like, just, like, blank, blank, blank. And it's, like, dang, like, even listening to the radio, whack, because you don't want to hear that version either. But um, I guess it's also about finding alternatives because – I remember when we were growing up, um, gosh, we had the whole, like, family collection. I don't remember the name of this collection, but it was, like, a whole family collection of movies. And um, it was, like, they weren't super, super hokey, but, like, they also, like, the the, the kids would have an adventure. There was some kind of, you know, plot and stuff going on, but it wasn't just a lot of unnecessary stuff. Um, and even that, like, we remember those movies and, and those things. Now my friends make fun of me because I'll be like, I don't know a lot of rated R movies, like, that came out in the 90s or earlier before, um, at least before I was, like, a teenager for sure because that's it just wasn't even on. So it's not like, oh, I couldn't watch it. It just it wasn't like my parents were watching it with me. And I think also it's weird because a lot of parents do and, and you know, listen to certain things or watch certain things with their kids or with their kids mm-hmm. around. And so I wouldn't take for um, – I mean, I, I, I would make sure to keep in mind that they are mostly emulating, you know, what they see right around them as well. I think up, at least to a certain age, more than um, what they see or hear in other places. So um, there's a responsibility kind of for everybody. Yeah. And 
I don't know. I just I, this was on my heart because I saw that that video, and then I saw uh, a, a Destiny's Child and all the pressure on them, and then I really just started thinking about how I've seen a lot of stuff about that. I remember um, there was people up, like parents up in an uproar because of WAP with Cardi B and mm-hmm. Meg. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and all that stuff that came out. So I do agree that you know to a certain extent, like high, like sheltering, not sheltering, but like showing your kids what you want them to see and helping them ra- be raised and stuff. Mm-hmm. But also, you can't like protect them forever. So, like, what does that look like to instill values in them so that they can see those things and still choose the other thing mm-hmm. or choose what they deem as the right thing? I think the problem, too, a lot of times is that there's this a bit of a double standard there because it's so much uproar about a song by these two women, and yet most men's hip-hop songs are all about sex and the same type mm-hmm. of things um, and more, you know what I mean, as well. And it's not like there was parades about that. And so I think it also comes back to how we are socialized and have certain expectations of how a woman is supposed to act or being mm-hmm. a lady um, as opposed to uh, a man or if it's like a hip-hop song by a rap artist who's a male. Um, and so a lot of it, too, is just the double standard of it, right? When it's like when people pick and choose what to like be outraged about, it's kind of weird. Um, and it's it, that's more about like how you view the world and, and how you think things should be as opposed to um, you necessarily just wanting to, like, you're trying to protect a particular social norm or Mm -hmm. or something that you think should be a social norm, Um, which also, I guess, as a parent, that's still your right to figure out. But, like, to be an outrage is, like, I don't know, that seems a little OD. Yeah. Um, To circle back around to what your original thoughts at the beginning, do you think that we put too much pressure on celebrities to speak up and out and to stand up for things or be knowledgeable about them mm. in general? Um, our next episode is actually kind of about this is a little bit more too, so I'm not going to say too, too much about it. But I think that if you are going to say anything, that it is your responsibility to know something. So a lot of times it's like if, if a person, and you know how people have their own like Twitter style or whatever. So mm-hmm. like if a person is, you know, they always say like the same thing every morning or like, you know, they only put up pictures and talk about what they're doing that day, whatever. If all of a sudden they keep doing it, even though there's things going on, like I'm not upset about that, but then don't hop into a dis- the discussion about anything and then you don't say the right thing. Um, and I think there is a right thing. So if it, if it comes to like social injustices or um, things going on in the world or whatever, it just just don't be ignorant um, because then I think that's where it's irresponsible. Um, a big example, I think, of what you're talking about and what you're asking about, I would say is Kanye West, like when um, around the time of, like he was showing the support of Donald Trump and then just saying things like when people say like, okay, your vote doesn't matter or saying like none of this matters or saying, um, well, you should do this or do that. And it's like, that's not really helping people. Or he they, he didn't even really know what he was talking about. It's like kind of making up facts. Yeah. I mean, Donald Trump in general was like just making things up literally every day. It was so crazy like to think about that. Wow. Um, and I think that does way more harm. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I'm like, that that does way, way more harm because there are people who are saying like, yeah, you're right, or you have a point, or listening to that. And what you're saying isn't correct. So um, I think you have a responsibility if you're going to say something to – at least know what you're talking about, um, regardless of, like, what direction it is of what you think. Like, have some facts behind it. Yeah, I'm 
the same and also listen to the next episode because we will delve more into that. But then the last question is you had a really good one on here. Um, so we talked about having expectations for the people and how they act and maybe lifestyle choices and what they're doing. But what about having expectations of someone's art or the work that they produce? And by that, I was thinking about expectations like, um, you know, how so recently, like everybody's like, oh, man, the Drake album was kind of whack. Like you expect a certain type of music or you expect them to say certain things right so this isn't about like social stuff and all of Mm -hmm. that but more so your expectations of them as an artist and i think that it's fair to have expectations for um artists to grow for a sports player for an athlete to practice to get better to adapt to you know what i mean like i think you have expectation for that because that's their job Mm -hmm. um now it could be argued, like, okay, they just did, if it's an artist, like, they just did what they want to do and whatever, cool. I think that's fine. But also, I don't think you can be mad that we have a particular expectation um, in place. I'm so glad you thought about that because we didn't even talk about it. But part of this episode was also inspired by a lot of the feedback I saw about mm-hmm. Drake and his album, too. Like, oh, we expected him to grow and to do this and do all that, and they don't feel yeah. like he's living up to their expectations. Talking about being mad girls didn't tell you who they dated 20 years ago, and it's like... <laughs> But, okay. but also then the question is to anyone, like what is our responsibility to live up to anyone's expectations for us? Because, I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like that same type of expectations can be put on people in our lives or even put on us by like other people in our lives. So it's like what is someone's responsibility, if they have any, to live up to someone else's expectations of them or their path? Hmm. I is it contradictory to say that they you don't have to live up to anybody's expectations? Um, but I don't think it's wrong for people to have expectations of you. I think um, both of those can be true at the same time. Maybe. What What was the original question again? It, it like what is our responsibility? So like for example, just to Drake's, live up to yeah to live up to like you know this fan base has been growing up with him. Like what is if any expectation? I think there is a responsibility. So when you talk about it being your job, I think there is. Um, just like your boss would have an expectation of how you perform at work. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's fair. I think it's fair for your audience and your community to have expectations from you. Um, but also, I know, like, when it comes to, like, music and stuff, you can. it's very easy to also find, like, another million people who love a thing. And, you know what I mean? It's kind of just, like, what you see and who's more vocal and stuff like that. So when it comes to, like, creativity-type things, you can only, you know, you still have to take it with a grain of salt because mm-hmm. you know what you're intentions were with the art or whatever if you had some hopefully you had some um but yeah if you're an athlete or you're a construction worker or whatever like i you have certain expectations to which you should be performing at otherwise you're getting cut or replaced or whatever else and i think that's valid is that different from expecting them to have certain values or qualities yeah i think so because um you know this linebacker can be a Trumper, and I don't know, but, like, you know, I don't feel like I have to look into everybody's life mm-hmm. unless uh, I hear that this person starts to say, talk about something, right? And then I might be like, oh, I don't really want to support him because he's being vocal about something yeah. in the wrong way. Yeah. And or I might make me want to be like, okay, I like how this guy's informed and he's using his platform to bring light to something. Um, but if he's shutting up and he's doing what he do and vote for who he votes for or whatever, then... I don't care. Live your life, you know? I think that's a great place to maybe draw a line on expectations Mm -hmm. that we have for people. So some of the things we outline, like, one, if they're putting themselves in a position 
or making it seem like they're a type of person, like, you know, with kids or with whatever, then there's probably some correct expectations put on them. And for us, um, if people are speaking out against things that, you know, are misaligned with our values or how we live life and stuff like that's probably like a sign where you could probably stop following somebody or supporting their music or doing something if they if they're doing harm um, to a community or something that you care about. Yeah. And then I think everybody has their lines because, for example, like R. Kelly is a line for me. Me too. But um, I don't Chris know. Brown. Uh, I mean, I don't really care about Chris Brown, but like. <laughs> I wouldn't be like, oh, I, I need to turn this off either. Yeah. Um, but with R. Kelly, if that were to come on, I'd be like, I'm not listening to that. Um, so it, it's, you know, you still, everybody has their line, so it's like nothing's all the way firm like that. But but I think that, again, is it based off of your values in that case. Um, yeah, how you move forward with that. Yeah, so spend some time this week um, thinking about how you judge people, people in your life, but also celebrities and what you might be like looking for them to say or disappointed in if they do or don't say. Um, I think it's just a good check to make sure we're aligned and not putting too much, um, too much pressure or too much value on those external things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And think about um, this week as well, just like what your expectations are of other people in the spotlight. And is that different from, you know, just your 